I started last week talking about the power of a focused life. And uh, we want to live a life of focus. Because one day, every single one of us are going to stand in front of Jesus Christ before the judgment seat. And the decisions that we make on this side of eternity will directly affect how we spend the other side of eternity. And in my heart, I want to look back and I want Jesus to open up the books of Matthew's life and, 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 and say, you chose to use your time and your resources and your relationships and your affections well. Well done, good and faithful servant. Um, so, um, Power of a Focused Life. Again, uh, Mike Bickle has a four-part series on this. I highly encourage you to check it out. It's on his website, mikebickle.org. In fact, the notes, some of these notes are directly from that. So, um, I just want to do a little bit of review from last week. So, if you'll take a look at this one, the Power of Focused Life handout. Uh, we talked about life vision, goals, action plan, schedule. Um, we, need, we need vision. We need focus. Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, people perish. Another rendering of it is where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Um, God, is, God wants vision for our lives. Um, and, 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 we, and it's important to have that 10, 20, 30, 40 year vision. What, what do you want to be true of you? During that time, but I'm talking even beyond that in the eternal vision. I want to open up and expand maybe the vision that, that we've been looking for. And some of us say, oh my gosh, you know, like, <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know what I want to do 10 years from now, much less, you know, 5,000 years from now. <laughs> but, um, but when we talk about this overall vision, it's, it's, it's our primary purpose in life. When we start laying a hold of something, we pray, God, give me, open my eyes to see the hope of your calling for my life. Okay? Um, the hope of his calling. He has destiny that he has planted and instilled in each one of our hearts. And he is so committed to doing everything possible um, to help us walk in that. He created us in Christ Jesus for good works. Um, but there's some response required. In order to really walk that out, in order to really... Um, live that life of, 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 of focus, we've got to have that vision. Um, so I ask myself this question is, um, what, what do I want Jesus to say about me when I meet him at the throne? Um, sometimes a lot of us are, are just primarily concerned with, uh, you know, come in the door or don't, you know, it's just like, we just want in, you know, like Jesus, I just want to, you know, be at the table somewhere, put me anywhere. Um, but, um, and, and you do, that, that is a reality. We want, we want Jesus to say, come into my house, come in. And we don't want him to say, be gone. I didn't know you. That's bad news. Um, but, um, but there's more than that because Jesus wants to entrust you with things on this side of eternity and the next. And he's put these giftings and these callings and this destiny inside of you that he wants you walking out. He wants every, you to experience every drop of life possible on this side and the next. Okay. Um, but when we set our mind on that judgment day, and we really start to pray and think about what I want the Lord to say to me, it really drastically will affect the way you spend your time and your money 
and your resources. Um, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3 that if, if somebody builds on the foundation of Jesus Christ with wood, hay, stubble, or gold, silver, precious stones, the day will test each man's work. And the fire of, of, of that day will either burn away anything that was that wood, hay, or stubble, or it will, it, gold, silver, precious stones, it will make it shine even more brightly. Um, and, and Paul even says, the person will be saved, yet as through fire. And we want our, our, our works, we want our investments in our time, in our relationships, and in our heart to carry over. Um, and Jesus wants that for you too. So, here's some, I just, just a practical thing. We, we hit a lot on that last week, so I'm not going to spend too much more time on it. But I just started picking out verses in the Bible that would really inspire me. And I have a, I have a list here of life verses. Um, you may only be, you may, you may have one. Good, start with one. <laughs> start with one. Here's, here's a good one we're going to go through. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And that, that's a vision for my life. I want those rivers of living water gushing and pouring the life of God, the anointing, the tenderized heart, feeling the presence and the love of Jesus all of my days. Um, um, this just I, I, I highly encourage Matthew 24 and 25. Revelation 2 and 3. These are, are things directly that, that Jesus is, um, is, 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 is talking about um, rewards that are available if we will use our time and our resources wisely. So um, I wrote down just a few things um, from Matthew 25. I want Jesus to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. You took care of my household well. You really stewarded the hearts and the relationships that I called you to. I want to hear well done. You gave extravagantly. You invested your money in the places that I told you and I led you. Well done. I want to trust you with more. Um, well done. You saw me in the eyes of the poor and the broken and the needy. And you clothed me. You fed me. You gave me something to drink. You spent time with me. Um, um, I want to I wanna, I wanna hear these things from Jesus. Um, and so I, I wrote all these things out, but then I just kind of sum it up so that I have something to simple to go with. And I, it's just, it's so simple. When, when we think about life vision, I, I'm not saying, you know, am I called to be a, 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 a pastor or minister? Am I called into the marketplace? Am I called into, you know, to um, um, build the next new up and coming hybrid vehicle? You know, <laughs> it's, um, it's not, not, not so much what I'm talking about. Um, I, I, I love being um, a, a pastor, uh, an intercessory missionary, um, but my, my vision goes beyond that. My dream goes beyond that. That's not my dream. That's a part of what I want to live out and express the, the dream that God's put on my heart. But mine is simply, I want to be an extravagant lover of God. I want to be found great and faithful in his eyes. I want to be an extravagant lover of God, and I want to be found great in his eyes. Really simple. And I added a little something there, too. I want to be a faithful messenger who speaks with God's love and power. Okay? These are real simple. 
And whether I'm going to be in full-time ministry my whole life or I start, you know, working somewhere in the marketplace or, or designing some type of, of, of video game, which I wanted to do when I was like 10, so maybe that'll happen. That would be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> whatever it is, these things are still driving this is what, what I want Jesus to, to, to see in me and to produce in me um, at his throne. That's, a, that's, that's, that's what I'm centering my life around. So, um, so we get an overall life vision, a primary purpose in life. Um, my primary purpose is to love God and to steward what he's given me. You know, um, to steward it well. My life goals, and we have here on the sheet... So you can apply this life vision to each one of these areas of your life, spiritually, relationally, vocation, ministry, economically, physically, rest, recreation, things like that. Um, and and we, we really hit on that last week, so I'm not going to spend time on it, but... Um, but even, even measurable things, measurable goals that you can sit down and, and, and there's the other handout has that for 2014 what, and, and, and take some time. Father, what are some measurable goals um, that I can give? I'm not having it, but you, I don't think I have it, but you have it. Um, measurable goals that I can set with deadlines and start to, and, and yeah, so, so that when I look back, I can, I can, I can say, wow. You know, something's, something's really cool has happened. I was, I was reviewing my goals from, from 2013, um, and, there were, and, and, and there were some of them that I was like, wow, you know, we really, we really went somewhere with this. <laughs> there are other areas where it's like, well, we didn't quite get there yet. So <laughs> back on the goal sheet for 2014. <laughs> but um, but it, has, it, it takes us back to something that we know the progress that we've made. And, we'd say, and, and we could say, Father, help me. We want to go. We want, I want this. Um, but a, a big part of two of these goals is putting them in an action plan and on a schedule. And um, those are a couple of things I want to talk to you about today, particularly when it relates to our, our spiritual growth and our development and life in the Word of God and the presence of God. Um, and, um, and, 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 and I encourage you to be praying for each one of these areas that are listed on this sheet, um, spiritual, emotional, or relational, vocation, everything like that. Say, Father, who are people in my life or who are people that I, you can connect me with that will help speak into me and give me some wisdom and practical tools and insight for this? Because um, I'm, I'm not the best at any of these. And so I'm like, okay, Jesus, Holy Spirit helper, you know, take me to the people, take me to the resources, the books, the teachings, and things like that that can really help me grow in this area. So we want to do that. Um, but an action plan, thing about an action plan is, is we, we're, we're lining up something um, really specific that, that's very measurable that we can say, okay, here's what the action plan is basically, here's what my day-to-day -day is going to look like in this area. Here's how I'm day-to-day -day or week by week or month by month working towards these goals that are all wrapped up in my life vision. Um, and, uh, and what, what's really important, and, and, and I want to talk in terms, again, of, of, of Bible study, of, of getting in the Word of God, of having a life and a heart in the Word of God, is um, we, we, we um, it's, it's not just about, I want to be a disciplined little Christian that knows his Bible well. <laughs> it's not, don't, don't think about it as a discipline or as a duty. Um, think about it as fuel. 
This is your fuel and your life source, okay? Um, and, 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 and this written word is something that can take us into an encounter with the living word. Um, and so we, we really want to want to give ourselves this. We're we're not proving that we love God if we're reading the Bible anymore. Um, we're um, and, and and so, but because if we just keep that duty based on our Bible or on any other of these areas, that that, that we it, as soon as that as soon as we get tired of that duty, we're actually going to start following through with that action plan a lot less. Um, but if there's life on it. Um, it'll, it'll be good. Um, so action plan. Um, and then we got to get it on a schedule. I want to talk to you about that quickly. Um, look at, I gave you this handout. There's one on one side. It says goals on the other side. It has a schedule. Now, some of you have your schedules in your phones, on your tablets and Google, whatever, whatever you use, that's fine. Um, but, um, but I like to, as I took time and to, to go through life vision, to go through goals, to go through an action plan for these goals, if, if it doesn't make it on the schedule, it, 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 it doesn't go anywhere. Um, and, and I've actually been really good about this in the past where I've got like a real systematic plan. I'm going to do this, but it's, it's all nice and lined up on my computer, but then I look a month, a two, three down the road, I'm like, I didn't actually put time for this inside of my schedule. And if we don't make time for these things, um, they're, they're just not going to happen. Um, but, um, you know, some people like to, like to take this. This has an hour slot. Some people like to go like the 15-minute route, planning every moment of their life. And if that's you, I'd say go for it. I, I actually do a 30-minute. But, um, but you might be, eh, I've never done this before. I need to start at the hour or two or three. <laughs> you know? um, go by the hour. Start with that. Um, and because there are things in your schedule that, that, that you already know that happen throughout your week. Um, so I'm going to give you something really practical. Okay, here it is. There are three overall categories of things in your life. Okay? Have to, need to, and want to. Okay? Have to, need to, want to. Can you say it with me? Have to, need to, want to. Very good. Okay. And so... Um, my, uh, in college, my campus pastor, Jarrett Sykes, he went through this with us. He sat down our, our, our team and our, our student leadership team, and he wrote out those three things, have to, need to, want to. And, and the difference with those, those lists is, is how flexible each one of those things are. The have to's being the least flexible, like this is, I have to be at work at this time. This is my job. <laughs> this is my schedule. If I don't show up, I get fired. <laughs> I have to, I can't have Jesus time at, you know, <laughs> nine to five or whenever your work is because, I mean, you can't experience his presence, but I'm not going to be reading the word of God with here with all my study notes and commentaries and highlighters while, you know, I'm supposed to be, you know, <laughs> doing whatever you do. Um, it's just not going to happen. You've got to have to. That's in there. And as you start um, putting those big things in there, um, it's actually a lot easier to fill in those other areas. So um, you have to go to work. You have to sleep. 
you will I don't even know the guy's name but there was a guy within this past century that um, just tried to stay up without sleep I think for like a week or something does anyone know who that is no. We, we studied him, but I can't remember his name. But anyway, he started going, like had mental breakdown um, from, from lack of sleep. Um, you gotta sleep. <laughs> you know, and I've seen some people that, you know, oh, I wanna be really devoted to God. I'm gonna, I've, I've you know, they, I've, they've never had like a, had, had any type of um, devotional life in God or, 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 or anything like that. And they're like, I'm, and they sleep till 10, 11, 12, 1 p.m. on a regular basis. And they just, they hear this message about getting in the word of God and having a radical life of love. And Jesus, yes, I'm gonna wake up at 4 a.m. every single day and I'm gonna pray and read the word. And then the alarm goes off at 4 a.m. <laughs> You know, I just, I just don't think this prayer schedule thing is for me, y'all. I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> you want to, you want something doable. You want something, um, and I, I just didn't um, encourage for for night people <laughs> too. If you, if you work a night job, if you're not, we got people on our night watch. They're, <laughs> they're up late night. Some of you may work. You may, some of you may go home at nine. Nine nine thirty tonight or whatever. Whenever I feel like letting you go, <laughs> um, and then you go into your job. Um, center your life around that. That's totally fine. Um, but get those have tos in there. You got to sleep. You got to work. You got to eat. It's your fasting. <laughs> fasting is a very good thing. So is eating. <laughs> There's a time for both. Um, right now is the time for fasting. <laughs> um, you can eat on Valentine's Day, right? Um, so get those things in there. Once you've got those in there, you know, and, and some of you may uh, um, be really just you want to write it in, or some of you may be a little more creative and color-coded. Um, like, <laughs> like me. I love this. I just printed this out. You know, I redid it. <laughs> I was doing this last week and just getting some things back in order. Like, okay, what's my campus schedule when I go to SMU going to look like? What are my prayer room hours going to look like? What's this going to look like? And, and at first, it's just like, ugh, Jesus, where do we go? Where do we begin? But you begin with those things you've got to do. And once you plug those big things in, um, you notice, hey, you know, I've, I've gone, and, and I encourage you to write out a list. What are my have-tos? I got to work. I got to eat. I got to sleep. What are my need-tos? Well, you know, I need, um, I need people in my life. I need to pray and read the Bible. <laughs> I, um, I may need, I, I need to exercise. I'm working on getting all that, you know, in my schedule, not going to lie, but um, not there yet. But, but what are things that I need to do? And these things are a little more flexible than the have tos. And so you want to plug those in. Well, I need to read and pray the word. I have to be at work at, um, at, at, at 8 a.m. So I could have my time with Jesus before that, 6 to 8. Or seven to eight, whatever you want to start with. Um, and, and, and you start plugging things in like that. Maybe your work schedule varies each day. Just plug in what you know is there. Um, and you know, something I do 
for uh, some of you have jobs where you have just kind of unexpected meetings that can occur within a various block of time. <laughs> and so, so I, like to, I like to plan for that. I like to just say, okay, this big chunk of time is just reserved for meetings. Meetings. I can, I can, this is my meetings time. Um, before that, I've got, I've got other work to do. I'm with Jesus. I've got, I'm with family, other things like that. But if you set out these blocks, well, you know, it kind of changes from here to there. Look at what, what it normally is, what it usually is. And, 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 and this is, this is, and, and, and just set out that time. Okay. Usually from two to four, something comes up or from 10 to 12, something comes up. I need to be able to meet with somebody. I need that time available. Put that in there. Things like that. These are just some practical things. Time for errands, time for chores. We need to do these things, you know. Then things we want to do. We want to go to the movies. We want to, you know, <laughs> have fun. We want to we want to do these things. We, we actually need to do those things, but the want to's, they're more flexible. And we can start filling those things in. It's actually, it's so life-giving when, when you've got you got your vision, you got your goals, you got your action plan. Then you finally, you've set it down on time and on paper that you can look at and say, ah, Jesus, I, it empowers me. I can do this. I can do this. If it's burdening you, if it's, if it, I mean, it, it's, it's a little bit of, ah, on the front end. But once you get it, it should actually cause life and excitement to start coming onto your heart. Because it looks like it's something doable um, for you. So, um... And this thing, you're not going to keep 100%. You're not going to keep your schedule 100%. Um, but what this schedule does for me is that if something, you know, some kind of emergency comes up or, or, or um, like uh, um, divine appointment comes up or, or, or you know, if, if I'm just, I've had a long week and I just am looking today and I've said, okay, I need to sit down and I need to, you know, write out, <laughs> I need to do it. Um, do this particular error, do this particular try. Look at it, I'm just like, I need to take a 15 minute nap. <laughs> I'm going to go grab some coffee, you know, and, and you just totally toss the schedule aside, and that's fine. But, but having this helps you get back on track. And, and it actually gives you the freedom to set it aside when you know that you've been. Um, for the most part, consistent with it. So you, you'll probably keep this, um, you know, 80% would be really, really good. Really, really good. A plus, if you're keeping your schedule, 80%. Um, so, but you're planning for things like rest. You're planning for things like fun. All those things like that. So that, um, so that you're free to enjoy the things that you're doing when you're doing them. But, um, so, that's schedule. But... Um, I want to give us a little bit of vision, particularly related to just, just our life in God. So if you'll turn with me to John 7. John 7, verse 37 says this, on the last day, that day of the great feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So anyone who thirsts, Jesus is saying, come to me, rivers of living water will flow out of his heart. Now, this is what I have down is one of my life verses. 
is one of a vision for my life that I want to experience now and experience forever. Um, because, and, and it's things like this, that, that when these things get, when, when the schedule or the action plan seems to be daunting or overwhelming or, or just, or just how, how is this going to happen? Why am I even doing this? And because and, if we just do the duty of this, we're going to lose sight and it's, it's, we'll, we'll toss it aside quickly. But if we stay locked in to Jesus, I am going to do everything in my power and by your grace and by the help of your Holy Spirit to stay locked in on a relationship with you and developing intimacy because I want that anointing of life on my heart. I want to experience those rivers of living waters. And it's things like that that fuel me. It's like, okay, wake up, Matthew. <laughs> wake up. Go to bed early. Go to things like that. Do, do things. Um, it, it helps us with that day to day. So Jesus... He's here, he's standing and, um, on the feast day, and he is offering anybody that wants to experience eternal life to come and drink. Come and drink. Um, and, you know, he's talking about that just, just real specifically here in context. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. And he's talking about um, receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, 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 but, but let's not limit eternal life to just simply, okay, I'm going to heaven when I die. I went and said the Jesus prayer, and so I have eternal life. I'm going to heaven. Looking good. Um, think about this is, is eternal life begins and it's, it's, it's something that enters us the moment that we receive the Holy Spirit. He comes inside of us and those rivers of living water can start flowing out. And, 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 and it's something that we can continue to experience in our life in God. Um, and maybe not all day, every day. Maybe you have a bad day, bad week, or, or whatever it is. Um, but but there is, there's a place where Jesus is saying, come to me. I want you to experience this. And I want you to experience life. Um, I have bad days. I have bad times. I have difficult times. But I want my life flowing with the anointing and the life and the presence of the Lord. Um, and I pray that the Lord would impart vision to each one of us for that. Um, so let's just look at this. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me. And drink. Anyone. 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 Anyone can experience this. Well, I'm a new believer. I don't really know what it's like to, you know, walk with Jesus. Or I don't know the Bible very well. I don't know this. I don't know that. Anyone can do it. Well, I'm not very smart. I have dyslexia. I have this, you know, ADHD. I don't have a very long attention span. I just, I just don't think I can do this. Anyone, anyone can experience this. I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm, I'm in pain. Anyone, anyone. I don't get this whole schedule thing. I don't get this. I don't really like what Matthew's having to say right now. I just kind of want to go home and watch a movie. Anyone, <laughs> anyone. Can experience this. And the reason I'm really hitting on this is because Satan so wants to rob us of these rivers of living water. And I mean, just, just liver, livers of li river water. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. 
<laughs> so, got livers flowing out of me. <laughs> out of my heart will flow rivers of living water. That's a plural word. And, and I just, I think of, of rivers. I was thinking about this during worship. You know, that we, we are singing, we are worshiping. Um, I, I was, I thought back to the scene in The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings, of course, <laughs> where um, um, if, you've, if you've seen it, if you'll remember the scene where Saruman, he's like this evil sorcerer, has his fortress set up and these giant tree creatures are bursting through the, or, or breaking down this dam and this water just completely um, floods the uh, the enemy's fortress, and and I and I was thinking about that, and I was just and even as as we were singing, I was praying just for those waters to break out, those waters to break out, because when the life of God starts breaking and bursting out of us, it actually starts drowning the work of Satan around us. And if we, we give ourselves to this inheritance that's been given to every single believer of a life, of that eternal life, the anointing of a tenderized heart that is sensitive to the, to the movements and the voice of the Lord, um, we'll have life in our own hearts and that life will be spreading around us and destroying the work of Satan. Which is good news. Anyone who thirsts, Anyone who thirsts, thirst, 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 thirst. Anyone thirsty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got his big jug back there. I actually am thirsty. I need some water. <laughs> it's okay. This is mine. Hope so. <laughs> thirst. Um, Thirst is, is really the, the primary requirement for, or, 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 or condition of our heart. That needs. Jesus says, blessed are those who thirst, hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. And part of some things that happen in our lives is, is our appetite can actually be, be dulled by all these other things in life. Um, that's actually why we fast. You know, um, when we're full of, um, of even good things, when we're, when we're satisfied with the good, that is, is, can, 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 can choke up the hunger for the great. You know, Jesus is talking about the four, the four different soils. Um, one of them, the seed landed on good soil, and it actually, it started to take root, but... The, the cares of life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things began to choke up that word and that life. Um, but that doesn't have to be the case. And so that's why we fast permissible things. Because when we, and, and even in terms of social media, <laughs> if that's something you've chosen to fast, um, that's a... It, you know, you don't, really, you don't realize how much time you spend doing something until you just completely stop doing it. <laughs> and um, it's funny, we had, when 
uh, years years back, we we had a, a student at SMU that would just talk of this. Um, he just talk about how much time he just he didn't have time i just don't have time for this i don't have time for that and every kind of meeting he'd come to oh i just don't have time and stayed up late and it, and, and 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 one of our leaders just very bluntly asked him well, well how much time do you spend on facebook each day <laughs> he's like <laughs> and f fun things and permissible things and so I'm not saying don't don't have fun, don't do things that are enjoyable. But but I'm saying is 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 and you know you and Jesus are the only ones that can decide what those things are that are choking something up. So don't don't let me tell you, don't let anybody else tell you. Let the Holy Spirit. Um, and and but as we start removing those things, there some type of hunger awakens physically, and it actually does something in our spirit. Um, and, and I think this was a lot, too, with, with uh, the book of Daniel. You know, as he chose that particular diet and not to eat of certain delicacies from um, the king of Babylon, um, there, there was a sense of there were, there were unclean meats. But I think he knew that there was a battleground with food. And that, 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 that at some level he said, I, I want this spiritual vitality and hunger in my heart to continue in the long run. Um, so I am going to choose wisely the type of appetites that I'm feeding in my life. Um, so, um, but, uh, but thirst and things that, that, that start to spark thirst is, um, is, 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 is people around us that are really, that, that, that when you read these verses and you read rivers of living water flowing out of his heart or you read the love of Jesus, the, the Father, the same love that you have for, for me, put it inside of them that I may be in them. And you, you start meeting people that actually, to a measure at least, or, or, or to an inspirational measure in your life, are, are, are walking these things out. And you start, you start looking at these. I, I love just reading stories and stories and testimonies from the Heidi Bakers, from the Todd Whites, from, you know, Patricia King's going to come. I was just watching her, so a couple of videos from her in this past week. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I want this. I want more of you, Jesus. And we see something good. We see something good put in front of us. And it starts to stir up that hunger. Um, but then it's our job to come. It's our job to say, Jesus, why not me? Jesus, why not me? Anyone who thirsts, let him come to me. Let him drink. Let him drink. And, 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 and I, this word drink, which I'm about to do right now, Jesus is, is, is calling them to drink. He's, he's saying, take a sustained amount of time doing this. Take a sustained amount of time in my presence. Take a sustained amount of time meditating on the word of God. Um, there's a, and, and I just, just want to keep hitting on this, that a life of prayer and a life in, in the word of God is, is, it is, it's feeding our spirit. It's, and and the, the, the interesting thing about the kingdom of heaven, it's, it's, it's the more we taste and experience of God, the more hunger and thirst actually awakens inside of us. Ain't it the truth? <laughs> Jeremy Shuck, CDs on sale, four ninety five in the cafe on iTunes. Um, it's true. It's true. The more we start to experience God, 
the more we want of him. Yeah, it is. Um, and and, and there, is, there is something that's just very available to us that Jesus is saying, I, I, I want you to come and drink, 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 drink. Until that, that river is just gushing, gushing, gushing. And so you can unashamedly give yourself to experiencing the presence of the Lord and growing in revelation through reading this word. Um, there are, uh, and I'm going to give you just a couple of different, when, when it comes to reading the Word of God, um, as far as in action plan, I'm going to give you a couple of options. You may not want to do those. You may want to do something else. There are times where I'm more focused on reading through a book of the Bible or chapters of the Bible. There, there's other times where I'm more focused on meditating on certain attributes of God or certain scriptures the Lord's given me for that time. And, 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 um, and actually there's um, a few different lists of things right back by the exit door that there are just some scriptures to, to, to meditate on on a regular basis. You want to do that, you have a Bible study plan in a year to go through. Whatever it is, um, you, want to, you want to feed your spirit regularly. Um, on the word of God and come to Jesus um, for a sustained amount of time. So some of you um, may not have a consistent prayer, devotional, or life in the word right now. Um, but, uh, but you can, there's no better, just like Tracy said with fasting, there, there's no better day to, to start than today. No better. And if you will start with a small amount right now, say I can give, I've got a 20, 30 minute slot that I know I can give. It's actually going to start awakening hunger in your heart for more, um, which is a good thing. Some, I've, I've, I've again seen with this too. With, with, oh yes, I've heard this inspiring message. This person that spends hours and hours a day with the Lord. I'm going to put six hours a day every day with Jesus, and they've never like spent a moment there, you know, <laughs> reading the Bible or praying or anything. They hate prayer. They hate everything. <laughs> They're just, but they got inspired for a moment. And they put out this. They put this big expectation on themselves, and then they just. <laughs> Um, start with something that you know is doable and let the Lord start to awaken that hunger in your heart. Um, so, um, he who believes in me as the scripture is said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So, so it's, it's coming to Jesus. It's spending sustained amount of time with him. Um, and, uh, and, but, it's, but it's actually having a spirit of faith. It's actually believing according to what the scripture reveals about him. It's believing and coming to Jesus and experiencing who he is as revealed in the scripture. Now, he's not contained in this. This doesn't limit who he is, but there, there, is, there is gold inside of these words here for us to tap into. Um, and, uh, and Jesus wants it to. So, so what, what, what I think he's saying here, it's not just about, I'm going to believe about Jesus what... The pastor or conference speaker said, I'm going to come to Jesus in, in terms of what my parents taught me he's like. I'm going to come to Jesus in terms of what so-and-so said. No, no, no. You want to come and experience Jesus for who he really is and say, I want to get to know Jesus as he's revealed here in his written word and by the Holy Spirit. Okay? You want those to be your teachers and to experience him in that way. And so you read Jesus maybe according to my family tradition, isn't a Jesus who heals people. Or according to my circumstance or experience or history. 
But if I come to him and believe in him as the scripture has said, Jesus, your word says that you heal. Remember when, you, when that woman came up to you, Jesus, and she grabbed you and said, I want to be healed. No. Um, you come to him based on what the scripture is saying, on, on who the scripture reveals him to be. And out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. Um, there, is, there is a life and an anointing of the Holy Spirit of a tenderized heart. Ezekiel says this way, God promises that I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit inside of you. I will give you a heart of flesh. I will give you a heart that is sensitive and tender to the presence and the, and the love of God. Um, so... Um, but a couple, a few things that, that I think are necessary to experiencing this life in God is, um, is, is, is that, um, that Jesus also talks about in other places in the scriptures. We, we, want, we want those rivers of living water. We want that life in God. But we, we want to have a spirit of dedication, a spirit of obedience to Jesus. Okay? When, when my life is submitted to the lordship of Jesus in every area... It positions me for experiencing life. If there is one little area that you are resistant and rebellious towards Jesus in in your life, it will, it will, it will shut it down. You may experience it for a season. You may experience that life in God. But if there's a place in your heart where God is highlighting and you're just saying, mm -mm, no, sir, not giving you my money. Not giving you my time. I'm not forgiving that person. They hurt me too much. I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm not stepping aside from that thing you told me to, Jesus. I'm not putting this thing in my life that you told me to. If there's, 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 um, and, and it's very different from things that, that we're struggling with. Like there, there are things that Jesus has told us to do and we're, yes, we want to obey. We want to walk it out, but we're not doing it perfectly and we're struggling. There's, there's just an unending fountain of mercy and grace for a heart that's just, that has a yes and that's, that hates the sin or hates the disobedience and, 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 but, but maybe stumbling and failing in it, but you're warring against it and you're saying, Jesus, help, <laughs> help me with this. I, I don't want, I don't know why I keep doing this, but, but I don't want to. Jesus, help. And you're, you're getting, you're hitting delete. You're stepping right back in. You can experience life and the anointing of the Lord on your heart. Um, so it's, um, but, uh, but when, there's, when there's this, when God's highlighting an area and we are persistently telling him no, um, it will start to drain the life out of us because his words are life. And we walk in his word, we walk in his life. Um, we want a spirit of devotion. We want, a, we want an I love you in my heart, whether we're praying, whether we're studying the Bible, whether we're in the workplace or marketplace. And I love this about, about Brother Lawrence, and I highly recommend his book, uh, Practicing the Presence of God, uh, with, uh, in his spiritual maxims. And, 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 and this man, he, um, he learned to, and I read about him, and this is another thing that creates thirst and hunger in me, is that he learned how to walk in the presence of the Lord no matter what he was doing. You know, and, and a lot of times for me, I'm like, oh, I love soaking. I love worshiping. I love... <laughs> Somebody wants me to go do something for them. 
<laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> no, but, 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 but we can, and, and, and so he, we can, we can actually experience his presence in all of those things. I love you, Jesus, as I'm scrubbing the toilet. <laughs> I love you, G any, any volunteers to do that after service. <laughs> I love you, Jesus, as I'm taking out the trash. I love you, Jesus, as I'm, um, as I'm, as I'm at the cash register checking people out. I'm loving Jesus as I'm crunching numbers, and it's, and and there are some things that are more of a challenge for me, but that I'm, but but is 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 I love how Brother Lawrence says when you notice that that. Um, awareness of the presence of God has drifted in what you're doing, you can just bring it back with a simple prayer. Father, crunching numbers is really giving me a headache right now, but I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your presence. Thank you that you're in me, Jesus. Give me grace to do this. Thank you. Okay. Get right back in. Um, but even in Bible study, as much as I, I really want to encourage you to get in this word, um, that Jesus went up to the Pharisees and they told him, you, he said, you think you search the scriptures because in, in the scriptures, in the study of the scriptures, you think you have eternal life. But you refuse to come to me. And so it's actually possible to have this word memorized to have read the top commentaries and to have been in scriptural debates with the top atheist <laughs> um, in, in, in the nation and to have no life in God in your heart. Your heart could be completely dead. That's kind of scary. Um, but what he's saying is, is you don't come to me. You don't, you don't treat this scripture as a, as, a, as, a, as a vessel of encounter. You don't use it to enter into dialogue with me. You're using it just for mere intelligence and head knowledge, and, um, and, 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 but it's not, it's not making it into your heart. And just a simple reading of the word and turning it into a conversation with Jesus is using the written word of God to encounter the living word. Um, and, and so you, you come across a verse that, that's saying, I am a new creation. <laughs> And some of us, what we read that is we uh, want to write a whole theological dissertation on what new creation <laughs> means and see if we'll win the debate with the next guy down the street, you know, <laughs> um, which is fun sometimes. But um, I'm just kidding. It's really not that fun. <laughs> um, but I can take that verse and instead of just reading it, I am a new creation. I can pause and say, Father, thank you. I am a new creation. Old Matthew is dead. He did. <laughs> Behold, all things have become new. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And I can just wait and I can pause in his presence and experience the presence of God and the life and the love of God by coming to Jesus through the written word. Um, another uh, two more things, and then I'll give you some practical Bible study um, things and, and then we'll then we'll go but a spirit of servanthood extending our soul to those in need Isaiah 58 talks about this this is the type of fast that I desire um, and, and and if you're giving up something for this fast that's awesome um, but but the the fast that Jesus that, that, that God talks about in Isaiah 58 is, is 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 bringing relief to those that are oppressed and burdened um, and, and there, are, there are very real needs in our community. There are very real needs in our city. But there are very real needs of the people 
in this room around you. There are very real needs of, of, of the people that you interact with at work every single day. Father, how can I be, how can I receive your love and pour it out to that guy that irritates me every single day? <laughs> and and we, we start extending our soul to these people. Um, it, 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 it becomes a place where we can um, experience the life of God. Um, la last of all, spirit of confidence in God's love. Confidence in his love. Um, he is much more committed to us than we are to him. And in those areas that he's called us to either forsake or to embrace, the negative things to forsake or the positive things to embrace, um, we're not going to be perfect at it in, in, in the beginning, and, and, but we grow. Then we grow, we step into this maturity process knowing that Papa loves us the whole way through. You know, and that's going to help you tremendously in areas of sin that you're trying to overcome. Um, or in just trying to implement focus into your life. In your prayer, in your Bible study, in your schedule, in the way you're managing your finances and your relationships, let him speak to you about those things. And then as you're pursuing maturity in that, you have confidence that of, of his love and of his leadership and his ability to, um, to help get you there and to love you in the midst of your weakness. And, and, and along the journey. So um, he loves us. He doesn't condemn us. I love the delete button. The mercy button. And I don't, I don't say that to make it sound trite. But the mercy of God. It, it, when when we're, we, we, we blow it. We mess up. We hit delete. We come right back in. I'm talking like within the moment. Within the minute. You, know? you, you come right back in. Jesus. I repent. Forgive me. Get right back in. Get right back in. Um, and, and, and applying it to your schedule. Well, Jesus, I didn't, I, I missed my prayer time. Missed my, my Bible reading time this time. Just, okay, get, look at it again. Okay, Jesus, we're doing it again. Tomorrow's another day. New day, new day. And we have confidence that God is loving us, loving us so much that he, he is so committed to us being free and being great. He says, I want to help you with this. I want to help you with these things. Um, and so, um, but, so for Bible study, um, you can do a couple of things. And there's a, um, if you'll look on the back here of this Power of a Focused Life, there, there are um, just a couple of suggestions. You don't have to do either of these, but these, these are good ones, I think, is to um, study books of the Bible. Um, with 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 commentaries, you may decide I want to I want to pick apart the book of Matthew, or or I just um, I'm getting in the book of Isaiah right now, and I'm and I'm getting my book, and I want to and I really do encourage you um, to read the Bible book by book in some way, shape, or form. Um, you don't have to do it in order, but but I mean the Bible. This is a This is not just a book; it's a library of books. Um, and those, and, and I love taking, singling out specific verses and, and meditating on them. And, 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 and I can do another just um, message on that. The power of meditating on just one little verse and drawing out of it all of the life that's possible and singing it and writing it, writing a poem or song about it, you know, all those things. Um, but as we start reading things book by book, those, those um, isolated scripture verses actually start making more sense. 
um, and have a different level of relevance. Um, so, um, so I highly encourage to do that. You can, um, you can read book by book or you can read, um, you may go through, I want to read 10 chapters a day. Um, and if you do that, you'll actually finish the New Testament in 30 days. Pretty cool. You do 10 chapters a day, six days a week, um, you will finish the New Testament in 30 days. I want to read through the New Testament this month. Putting on my Bible study action plan. Da, da, da. Um, I won't lie. That is a challenge for Matthew. <laughs> 10 chapters a day. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm so slow. And I'm just, I'm trying to soak in these verses. I'm like, I think I made it to four chapters today, Jesus. And that's okay. <laughs> if you know that's who you are, you can, you can bring it down. Okay. When I really first started getting into the word of God as a teenager, 17 years old, had just rededicated my life to Jesus, and I, I decided, you know, I, I think I want to read this thing and really start to, to know it some more. And, and I had been reading it, but I was like, I, I really, I, I want to I read this. So I started doing something real simple. I read a, a New Testament chapter, an Old Testament chapter, and a psalm every day. Probably took me 20, 30 minutes. Um, and, uh, and just, and prayed. You know, it's, it's simple. You can do something simple. But, but if you want to do New Testament in a month, yeah, I want to, I've never read the New Testament before. It's pretty, and when, when it can be empowering, you're just like, wow, I'm like blazing through this thing. And I'm, I'm and, 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 and the Lord, and, and, and those verses that stick out to you, pause, write them down. Um, um, and, and, and the Lord will, you'll, 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 you'll grow in revelation on this. Um, I like to study book by book. That's my preferred method. Um, so I'm doing that with Isaiah right now. And what I did a few years ago is I put down my, what I, um, I'm stealing this from Mike Bickles, my top 10 juicy list. <laughs> top 10 books of the Bible that I want to read. Um, and uh, I was pretty excited as I was looking at my goal sheet the other day and I was like, wow, like I've, I've gone through like seven of these things. Um, and, uh, and so that was really encouraging to me. <laughs> um, and that's, that's why I think you should document goals. But um, it's, uh, and I, you, you get long ones, you know, like Isaiah, it's 60 chapters, so it's exciting. But um, get your top 10. Get your top 10 and, 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 just, and just have a goal. Lord, I want to I wanna finish this top 10 list in the next year, two, five, you know. I mean, if, if, if you're putting all the long ones on your top 10 list, you want to, you know, consider that. Give yourself some extra time. But, um, but then select those times in your week, again, back to the schedule, with the vision of I want my heart, I want to believe in Jesus as the scripture says, and I want to experience that life-giving water flowing out of my heart for decades. Um, let's feed it with the word of God. Um, get it in your schedule. Um, and then, and, and, and then when, that, when that time of day comes, you can, and there's on the handout here, um, Get a commentary. Get another one. See what other people think. You're praying. You're asking the Holy Spirit for His insight, but um, but 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 it, it can really help. To um, IHOP.org, their bookstore on the different books that they have, um, commentaries they recommend. That that's what I use. I'm like, well, what's a good commentary? Well, I trust Mike Bickle. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, I'll see what's in their bookstore. Um, David Pawson has a website, DavidPawson.org, where he does an audio overview of. of if not every book, most every single book in the Bible. 
Every book, every book in the Bible. I love that so much. I'm doing it with Isaiah. That book is just coming alive to me because this man, he knows the word, but he has a devotional heart to it too. And he's giving practical application, and I, and I just love that. It, it, it's really helping make the book exciting for me. Um, so I'm going to read a little section of Scripture, if I'm studying it book by book, um, and I'm going to highlight things that stick out to me. Okay. The, 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 um, Israel shall, shall um, be restored and renewed from all of their troubles. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a good thing. You know, <laughs> I want to think, Jesus, thank you. And, and, and how can I apply that to myself? Jesus, you want love and restoration for Matthew. Yeah, that's really good. I'm writing it down. Um, you just this, and, and I'm going to let you um, go through. I'm just going to blaze through them and let you read that on your own. Title those passages. Um, write down. I get it, the one of those little composition notebooks. Or you can get your fancy covered journal if you want. And just write down things that are standing out to you. Write down things that the Lord's speaking to you. Highlight things that the commentator's saying that's helpful. Um, and, and, and turn it into a prayer. Turn it into a prayer. Turn it into a journal entry. That journaling is another form of prayer. Um, we want to turn these into dialogue with Jesus. Um, and the same thing if you're going to say, I'm reading... 10 books of the Bible, or 10 chapters of the Bible, 10 books of the Bible a day. Um, 10 chapters a day. I want to go for it. Take time on those things that really stand out to you. Okay, Jesus, this is, here it is. Turn it into a prayer. Jesus, thank you, Lord, how you healed this woman with the issue of blood. Thank you how you want to heal my issue of, you want to heal my mother of, thank you, Jesus, that you heal. Thank you, Jesus, how you how, how, how you say, I'm a new creation in Christ. Show me more. Show me more. And start to journal down the things the Lord tells you. Um, it's simple. It's simple. This is a simple action plan that you can apply to your day-to-day -day schedule um, so that uh, your heart's being fed with the word of life.